Does what is crackalacka? What is popping, everybody? My name is Big Sue. My name is Enter the OT. No Sean, baby. Oh, that's a good one. Welcome baby, to man. episode eighty-four. Bad habits. Eighty-four. Uh, eighty-four, mate. Great year. Oh, actually, last one was your year. What am I talking about? You old. Eighty-three is. I mean, eighty-four is a good year. I was one. That's a good year. Yeah, you cunts were one. You know, cunts one. One-year-old cunts. You know, you know the fucking vibe. What are you uh, necking there, little fella? Uh, Godspeed, Ochime, Green Tea IPA. I just felt like some classic crush for the episode today. Mate, get that fucking in you. Love Ooh. a bit of Goddles. I got the old got, uh, Quattro Blueberry and Acai THC CBD. Oh, it's only two milligrams of each. Blueberry. Yeah, anything with blueberry is pretty much a winner for me. Yeah. Like Do I whether it's like the actual for... real fruit or it's like any sort of flavoring or even like a, a weed strain that's got blueberry sort of vibes on it. I'm, just, I'm here for it, dude. Blueberry beer. You know, we wicked. do it with the big, uh, yep. the big barrel, or oh, not barrel stuff. Like, what's like a an, a blueberry beer, like a fermented something, yeah. you know, like a fooder or something. What would be blueberries? Yeah, I see where you were going. You could do like a nice farmhouse um, with blueberries. Sometimes, we, if you want to like pound it, usually blueberries are too light to have on them by their own. Like they don't mm. really like you know. You think of blueberries, you think of like purple. The actual yeah. color is like it's like almost water. Like they actually, if you press them, they don't look that like that. So they always get mixed with like. Black currant or blackberries or some shit to like give them that purple vibe. Get the, get the fun is, color. Well, if you want the raspberry, yeah, you, if you want to have like a nice melange as such, melange? But the purple is from those other type of joints. You know the vibes. Um, you know the melange um, vibes. I mostly do. You know? So it's just us tonight. Dan was uh, in New York on a weekend, so we couldn't make it, but, uh, you know, we soldier on. You know the. Must be nice know. traveling and having a, having a fun time gallivanting about the city and. Being fancy and yeah, dancing you know. and prancing, you know? I guess you'll tell us about it next week. Uh, yeah. But I didn't went for two days. And like for New York, it's like, I, I've never been to New York in such a short time. So I, and he hasn't really been there properly. So we had so much to do. So in two to days, you're like, in. Yeah. shit. Can't do yeah. fuck all, mate. Um, you have to go for a, a week or two. But, uh, you know, got a little getaway. So men's are out here. Um, bunch of stuff we're going to be yapping about. Um, shall we start... With the tunes. I mean, we can start we with the tunes. Yeah, short and sweet. Fuck know. all. Yeah, fuck all. Tell us whatever you checked and I'll have a look and see what I checked because I'm realizing I don't think I checked anything except one song. Yeah, the, the Jack Harlow one that you popped in there, mate. I Like I said, I've been... Yeah, well, I didn't, didn't actually get to say it yet. But yeah, I had a, I've had a large week. Uh, good, productive, fun week. Uh, mixing some good. great music, including some of your next project. Um, I've been mastering hey. an artist from Australia, which is one of my homies from like fucking 20 years ago, real shit. And um, yeah, it's been fun just like getting into some new uh, mixing and some new mastering gigs and jobs and fun stuff. And just, I don't know, just had a real fucking solid week with that, mate. So I wasn't like, listening good. to anything new. I was, I, I was listening to something new that's not even out yet. That's how fucking ahead of the curve I am, mate. <laughs> See? Mate, no, get on Notion's level. There you fucking go. Get on there. Just fucking get around. Get it. on there. It's like that T-shirt that Tommy Guns has. It's like I listen to bands that don't exist yet. Don't exist yet. Shout out to Tommy. Guns. Tommy Guns. Mate, 
To- Tom, uh, old school, he was uh, one of our really close friends and uh, part of our, the, the Moving Fam crew back in the day. Yep. I still count him by the TMF. He doesn't participate, obviously, no, anymore. No, he's still he's, day uh, one, so he's, he's definitely uh, definitely familiar. And T Guns in the place. Fucking love that guy, bro. Um, shout yeah. out to TQG. So I'm looking up, I didn't check really anything. Um, but I will shout out uh, Maya Clarity and Skevious Tips dropped a like a double single called uh, This Party Hits More Like a Funeral and Fucking My Life Up. Mm. So shouts to them. That was a little uh, like it's definitely I was playing it in the background. Tiff's like, is this Maya? And it wasn't. It was Skevious rapping, but it, Maya has such a distinct sound. She was able to pick it, which was funny. That's awesome. Um, yeah, they're doing great, super cool. great and uh, work other- these days, those two. Yeah, super consistent. like their vibe. They really work well together. They definitely got that sort of, you know, I don't know what you call it, sort of like emo, poppy, auto-tune rap thing on lock with the exactly. fast rapping and shit. Yeah. Like, works really well for them. I like it a lot. And uh, the only thing I checked, which is kind of lazy of me, I guess, but I checked the Jack Harlow nail tech video. Did you see that? Or oh, that's what you said you I did, yeah. That's the only thing I actually ch- check. uh, checked. Yeah, I checked it just before we got yeah, on the call. So, yeah, man, it was pretty good. What do you reckon? Um, yeah. It wasn't blowing me away, but like I think it was mainly because of the beat. It wasn't my cup of tea, but Jack Harlow did his thing. He looked fresh. I like what he's rapping about. Like I've, everything about him is super dope. So like he doesn't really miss. Um, I'm not in love with it bumping it 10 times in a week, but I'll spin it again at some point. It's proper. Yeah, I agree. I, I saw that Kanye was tweeting about um, about him and how he's like top five out right oh, now. Oh, really? And, stuff. Huh. and I... Yeah, and he said the song's incredible. So I listened, and Jack Harlow was also tweeting about, like, oh, y'all ain't even ready for this shit, like, the day or two before it dropped. The video's And good. when I heard it, I was like, yeah, the video's great, like, super expensive, like, so many yeah. different scenes, so many extras. I mean, this would have cost a million easy. Um, all yeah, I thought, thought, the song was, everything's great. Yeah, exactly. The song was great. Um, I didn't really like the hook, but his verses are just perfection just a one yeah. on the you know in the pocket every time it was as good as everything else i'd heard from him so it wasn't these like leagues above anything else it was just yeah. just as dope as as anything else so i mean J- jack's always been like really fucking solid pause so yeah. it didn't disappoint me it didn't blow me away because i was already had the high expectations exactly absolutely that's a good point met that so, really good point high you know expectations I mean? He always delivers, so you expect greatness and uh, or at least close to that. And he he did that. I just was being picky, saying I didn't, you know, love the beat. No, but, I think uh, but, you're right. But I think after a couple of listens, I think it'll uh, it'll grow because you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Particularly with like newer stuff, and you don't really give it the same like I don't know, uh, dedic- attention. Maybe is the word. Well, yeah, I find like, like watching a video and hearing a song for the first time. I think you're overstimulated. Do I listen to the song? Do I watch the video? Mm. Like, what am I going on here? So, like, sometimes when we've got, I've, I've done a little trial and error, a little scientific experiment, experimentation uh, from Nosh Dog here. So sometimes I'll, I'll dedicate it. my my time frame to listen to all the shit that we when we had the, the bombardment of lists, and I'll sometimes not even be watching the thing and I'm like oh that song's banger and I watched the video and it's so shit but then sometimes I'll do the, mm. the opposite and so I started doing a thing where I just listen to the, if it had a video attached to my search because sometimes it's a lyric video I'll listen to the song and I'll look at the window and I just won't even look at it and I, I just or I'll just click into a different tab and not actually have it on the screen so I can hear the song and then if the video you know I'll check the video out so I tried to do that and I felt it helped because sometimes you can be biased towards the visuals or the opposite, the cake could throw you off the song because the visuals were shit. So I like listening to it separately. That's just a weird thing that I've tried. 
That's not weird at all. It's great. Okay, sweet. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, I know. I found like sometimes videos threw me off because like I remember seeing a, mm. a, a video and listening to the song and then talking about it on the podcast and hearing it like a week later, going, "Oh, I fucking bang with this song," but then I realized I didn't like the video. It was like the immediate turn off, mm. but that was that where that so came from. Took- I think. Ah, so it took you to sort of be self-conscious enough to realize, or self-aware, I'm sorry, enough to notice that, change the behavior, and then do it, whereas not everybody is going to take the time. I know I don't do that, but I think you're 100% right. You nailed it. You're overstimulated because you've got this audio. You're trying to figure out the beat. You're trying to listen to the words, but then you're trying to pay attention to the narrative and the video. And, and if the, so it's like and you if have to the give- visual doesn't fit, then it kind of throws you off the whole. Then you're like, oh, what am I doing? I felt, I felt like as a listener, I get confused. And when I'm mixing records mm. and stuff like that, and even just mastering people's stuff, like I think about that, like, is this going to be like, especially when I'm mixing more so than mastering, like, do, you know, if certain sound effects or certain things are in a song, like, is that good for a listener? Is that distracting? Like, is that going to, I don't know, that, that really plays into my head because I remember listening to mm. the, you know, the fucking Slim Shady LP and how Dre purposely put a lot of atmospheric sound effects and the Eminem would do some like Foley with his own voice and all kinds of stuff to give the listener like a picture because the lyrics do a good enough job because Eminem's amazing at like writing f- uh, for the experience where you get a visual but then Dr. Dre put the, the oral part of it in there and like you know whether it's the crunching of feet on the ground to like whatever someone walking and then there's like a crickets in the background like you're in the forest and then you feel like it's nighttime even though they didn't really didn't really say that and that those things like help the scene and help paint your picture from the audio so mm. if the visuals don't match you can fucking just lose the whole like direction of the song sometimes whose responsibility is that to think of is it the producer the artist engineer it's uh, I reckon initially the director of the video has to m- make that marriage or that connection from the song to the visual that they want to do and then he needs to explain it to all the cunts involved and they should talk about it and find the right fit for it but I think it's initially the directors like hey or if you you know if if C and Notion go to um, Richard obviously who we do our shit with um, Richard Bastarash Rich. and uh, we would be like oi Dico we love this we love this we've got this idea and there's, you know, he's obviously a genius in his own right and we want to hear what he has to say and we'll just, you know, see what he reckons, write a treatment. Sometimes mm. he'll come, we have to go to him and say, hey, this is our song, what do you reckon? Or haven't we come to him and said, hey, we like this, what do you reckon? And then we've kind of... Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I've so sometimes we, we I've written shit on the table and some just, of the videos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you've done a whole bunch of treatments. I think I've done like one or maybe... Uh, I've got one that ended up being the f- actual video, which was Remember Me, I think. Is that Remember Me? Yeah. yeah. That so was your idea. Yeah, there's been a couple um, ideas that I've chucked in for treatments that just didn't seem to fit, but then everybody else has got fucking sick ideas, so then we make... It's just, you know, it's every, every song's different. But yeah, uh, I think the director is um, has a huge play in it, but it is a collaborative effort at the end of the day. So I was, I'm really, that's a really interesting response with that for the video, for the song. And the reason I ask this question is because you are, people don't know Notion is a producer and an engineer and a rapper, but also, you know, you, you do all the, all the things. Yeah. Mixing and and mastering engineer. Yes. And in our music, I have noticed that you have gone out of your way to add in sound effects uh, to the song and to add those Foley aspects. Uh, when I didn't ask you to do it, but you you took the song from here to, or that line, that section from here to here, like you really raised it up yeah. by that simple effect. Maybe it's like a, 
a recent song you I know you probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like yeah. there's a end of a song and you made like a, a sports thing, like a sound of a bat hitting a ball and uh and a crowd cheering that wasn't there, wasn't intended. I didn't ask for it, the person who rapped didn't ask for it, but you added it in and it perfectly wrapped the song off. Yeah. So like that's why I kind of thought I wonder if you like would the average um, engineer, engineer that think up. about doing that or does the engineer not take those liberties because all they like who's do you get see where I'm getting at so because 100%. you are we it's, it's me putting the producer you know hat on for a second because I also I write hmm, music I, I I rap it I make beats which so I'm writing music and I'm also mixing the track I sometimes like whole like executive producing the whole shit start to finish so yeah i guess it's because of the artist factor is why i'm a better engineer especially mixing because i'll have that sort of like uh end result forethought in my head like what is this song gonna fucking sound like is it a dre grimy street vibe is it a anderson puck soul fun bright song like what's going on and then how can you make that you know in, more interesting to the listener is what I'm really because like I, I watch and read a lot of uh, audio engineering stuff and like it's just it's a common theme that comes up and I'm a very empathetic dude and I feel a lot so I want to actually get that support and I want to make someone that maybe doesn't feel that kind of shit to get that feeling from those things and like the uh, like sound effects and um, things like that foley set the environment and it really helps get the message through and, and convey that sort of like emotion feeling whatever's going on but like it really drives it home to me and I just like being connected to records so it all helps mm. okay I love it so I mean like the average engineer might not do that they might I not because they're, they're only supposed to, to be out. mixing they're doing, they're doing their job like they're just like hey mix this fucking make it sound good and true and balanced and do, do your job they're not you're not creatively adding any things but like sometimes I'll just do that because I mean with the one with the example we're talking about it is yours and Smokewell's uh, project so it's I felt like you know, I have the uh, sort of pull to just chuck that idea in there. If it's shit, I'll obviously just mute it. It's not a problem. But like if it was a regular client and I didn't really have that relationship with them, I would think twice and maybe before I did anything and spent the time on making a thing and be like, yo, in this section at two minutes, 13 seconds, can I put in this? Would you reckon it will be good? Like I'll actually ask. And, and then that suggestion mm. is like, fuck yeah, what a good idea, cunt. I didn't even think of that. So then I'll ask usually if I don't think it's like my place. That's dope. So then the message, you, you give me all the answers I wanted out of you. We didn't plan this. This is great. Yeah. If artists are listening to this and hearing about it, maybe something you could say if you trust your engineer and you have that relationship, be like, hey, if you if you think of anything, you're like, yo, maybe yeah, just you could a do shot. a dropout. Yeah, like maybe do a beat drop out here or add this sound effect here or put this effect on blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, get creative with it and contribute yeah. more to that thing because that also makes the engineer more valuable to the to the team obviously nothing exists if it's not for engineers i think they're by far the most underrated person in all the process of music um mm. so like being able to well have that additional creative um decision maker in your team yeah um is super valuable i think and like, obviously i think we're extraordinarily fortunate that between the two of us we can do everything essentially that we need yeah literally um, start to finish top to bottom yeah so like not everybody has that and there's some people do have to outsource. So, you know, it's really good. It's usually the way it works. Like that No said, we've been working with Richard, our video director for since 20, I met him in 2012. So it's coming up on 10 years, but we started working together in March, 2013. 
So excellent. You know that's long term. And Josh Telfer, both of these people are on the Relentless uh, series, series season it. two of Bad Habits. And you know, Josh did the the covers behind me. Josh been working with us since 2011, so it's been 11 years of working with the same dude. So the same people of having them in the team because there's a trust. Obviously, me and Noj have been working together since the beginning of time. So it's you know all it's of these people that you trust implicitly. Exactly right. And you, and you don't like that's so fucking valuable, man. Like, I'm, I every time we do our shit, I'm always really grateful that the people that work on our stuff with us are not only like creative partners, but we're all friends. Obviously, yeah. we're family, but yeah. like, there's there's we're all mates. We and me don't have to be friends and do this fucking podcast. So. Yeah. We're fortunate that we have enough shared interests. Like a lot of people don't do that shit with their siblings, but happen we happen to move to the other side of the world together and, you know, work together in multiple ways. Um, so it's like, not that doesn't escape me how lucky we are with that. Yeah, so not everyone beautiful. has that. So when you find these creative partners, fucking you know, keep keep that. Be loyal. Loyalty is so key with this, and that's what we've learned. Facts, bro. Over the years, I think that's the thing, man. Yeah. There's a Good. lot of uh, things because I'm obviously online checking all the producer community and looking at beat packs and all that bullshit and just to seeing the uh the lack of camaraderie in some sort of circles depending on what kind of genre of rap or trap you're making because there's a bunch of sub things happening and out there on the on the interwebs and the sound clouds and all that bullshit fruity loops uh kind of gang but like yeah it, there is uh there's just you know there's certain pockets of, of real cunts but yeah, everybody mm. uh, figures their own shit out and everyone attracts who they attract and it, it works out how it works out. Yeah, no, it's you're right. We've had different it. people involved over the years and, you know, we've just found the people we clicked with, rocked with them and like you said, we're good now. We do our shit, don't even think about it. Like, boom, need to do this, straight to this dude. Need to do that, straight to them. Like, bam, bam, bam. It's beautiful, you know? Yeah, you, so, can't, uh, you can't pay for that seamless shit. That's like, uh, that's, that's effort from everybody's yeah. angle, so... Big, big facts. Love it. Love it. Great tangent there. Great tangent. Hey, that's what I do, man. I'm the the tangent man. Tangent gang. Mm -mm. All right. Now, Uncle Nosh, we've got a bunch of topics. Uh, Where do you want to start, my G? Do you want to do the ones that maybe you put in first and then we'll go down to... Because the other ones are probably a little bit longer because they're more like reviews of some things that have happened. Sure. Um, You want to start from the top? Sure. Um... Yeah, I just had. Uh, I've got to go to my Chrome. Actually, I don't know what order it's in the thing. Um, Dr. Dre's 2001 Still Dre single that uh, Jay Z wrote hits one billion YouTube views. So that's a round of applause that's right massive. there for Uncle Hove right there. You got some sound effects for me, dog? <laughs> Sorry, it was in the other window. Yeah, no, yes. no, no stress. That's pretty um, cool. It's just you know a lot of people didn't know that, which is I mean fair because mm. not many, not many. Uh, rap fans delve into that sort of background of like who wrote who and who gives a fuck about ghostwriting. I mean, when Drake and, uh, you know, Pusha and Quentin, all that sort of shit came out, people definitely were like, oh, people can write other people's shit. Like people that aren't, you know, hip to the the, the, the workings game. of the industry. Yeah, exactly, right? So that sometimes, like that was, sh- that's sh- has been shocking to some people that didn't know that other people wrote other shit. Very prevalent in pop music but like hip-hop's a bit of a different story it's more of a closed door thing no one really talks about it but yeah everyone was uh some people was very surprised to to learn that jay wrote that so that uh got a billion that's one of the hip-hop staple tracks as annoying as it has been um it's still an absolute cornerstone of fucking bringing hip-hop to the forefront of where it's at so uh gotta give the hats off to that song um they smashed that one at the fucking Uh, Super Bowl, yeah, so it was, Super Bowl. It, you know what I mean? Like, why would you, yeah. 
It definitely is a halftime show status song, so. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's a classic. That piano, like, the intro is just insane. Like, mm. as much as it's, like, played out, it's played out because it's so good. That's, that's true. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's a good thing. Did it say how many YouTube videos have cracked the billy? Because there can't be many. Hmm. Like, well, 10 or 20? I, I would say, like, less than 20. That's, I, that's my guess. That mm. doesn't say on this article. I also can't speed read that good. Okay. No, that's okay. Um, I can check on the phone. Normally we have a Dan. Uh, that's what Dan's job is. Oh, but, that's you know, true. That's true. Missing, uh, missing uh, baby D right there. Oh, oh yeah. I had a funny story. I got another story. I just forgot. Uh, Tell me a second. story. But yes, let me, how many, uh, how many, just reminded me, how many YouTube videos, uh, what is it? One with 1 billion views. Yeah. They, like, I know that like, what's the one that Gangnam Style was? Yeah. That Psy guy. Um, yeah. Um, oh, pfft, 222. 222. Two for yes. two, 222. Two, 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 two for 22. Turning Ooh, green. and tomorrow is the 22, 22, 22. Oh, it is Ooh. two. At uh, 222, I'm going to spark 222 spliffs. Actually, maybe just two. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm going to do. No, you can do 222. No, so, no, okay. too, too many. So check this. This is what it says. Mm -hmm. 222 reached over 1 billion, wow. 44 reached 2 billion, what? 16 reached 3 billion, 6 is have 4 billion, 3 have 5 billion, and 2 have reached 7 billion. What, what do you think they are? You know them both. One of them you probably won't think about, but the other one you probably will. 7 billion. Fuck, can't. Uh, a Drake song? No, think about... Okay. Oh, like viral <laughs> this shit? This is always funny to me. Uh, a viral thing, but okay. I'll give it. I'll give you a clue, and you should guess it straight away. There's a certain demographic of human beings that listen to things or watch things over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Oh, like reaction videos? <laughs> Wait. Uh, no, no, no. There's a certain demographic <laughs> of people. There's a certain age or a certain Little type kids. of human being. Oh. No. Wait. So what do oh. kids kids watch things over and over and over? They watch Therefore, like the Wiggles. What's the? No, it's a song. So they're both songs. Oh, the Baby Shark. Get fucked, cunt. Baby Shark. And the other one is Despacito, the uh, probably the Bieber remix, I bet. Oh, gang, gang, gang. Bieber, 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 Bieber. That is so fucked, um, bro. That's pretty crazy, eh? So that's I have to make a song for four-year-olds to get a, like a, a retirement package for generations? Uh... <laughs> Basically, yeah. Oh, look, I'm not. I have no uh, uh, misconceptions. Can you make a English shitter, music, more annoying song, cool. see? Because I'll go your halves. So let's figure it out, mate. <sighs> Thought about it. I'm here for it. Oh yeah. fucking hell! This list says 10.1 billion views. Now, sorry, I was only looking at the um, oh. pulling the the thing at the top of Google. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you what the rest of them are because it's really Please. easy. Um, Baby Shark, ten. Despacito, which, oh, doesn't isn't the Bieber version, 7.3 billion. Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, 5.29 billion. I don't know this one. Johnny, Johnny, Yes, Papa by Lulu Kids. It must be a kid's song, 5.24 billion. See You Again, Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth, 5.08, which I guess is a song for Paul, oh my gosh, I forgot his name. The guy who passed away, the actor. Oh, Paul Walker. That guy. Paul Walker, I'm so sorry. Wow. Um, another one I don't know. M Masha and the Bear, re Recipe for Disaster. So that must be a kid's thing. Again, 4.43 billion. Goodness Uptown me. Uptown Funk, Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars, 4.16. Hey, that's deserved. Gangnam Style, uh, which is 4.05. Jesus. Uh, learning, <laughs> learning Colors, Colorful Eggs on a Farm. 
3.97 and Bath Song Coco Melon 3.95. So, one, two, uh, three, four, five of the top 10 most viewed videos of all time are for children. Dude, that is insane. And that's just YouTube. Do you know what that? That's just YouTube. So, that that's just that's uh, that why Trey and them are. Uh, of course. Pardon? Of course, that makes That's sense. That's why they went into that type of stuff. Friends Smart. of ours who are, are YouTubers that um, are doing like heavy kids content and they're doing quite well. Um, so he, bought, he bought a Wraith. A what? He bought a, a Nipsey Blue Rolls Royce Wraith with the lights on the roof. Oh, get with fucked. orange seats. It's, it's beautiful. It's his birthday yesterday. So happy birthday, Trey. Uh, happy birthday, Trey. Uh, or the 19th. Uh, That's insane, right, dude. Quick, funny, annoying story. So anyway, that, that was that. Quick side note. So... Obviously, I got to talk about drip just for a sec. I mean, um, you have to at least once an episode. I'm okay with it. I'm also quite drippy today. Know. I don't usually drip up, but I felt like a little, you know what I mean? A little funny, the jacket really suits you, man. Thanks, man. Got a black and white I forgot to ask you. Yeah, it's perfect. It fits good, right? Everything fits. The pants and the jacket fit good. Fits great. Yeah, I thought so because it's the same size as me. Um, classic right there. No, she's wearing for, oh, for the audio listeners. No, she's got the classic Adidas uh, zip up um, the drippy the, suit with the top. 80s logo. The, the fucking the classic, yeah, the trefoil, that triaz, yeah, no forest triaz. You know, your old man's got that triaz. You know? All right, so are you familiar with Yeezy Gap? You know, I got the hoodie, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so they did a drop uh, about a month ago randomly. It was about three in the morning on a fucking Tuesday, and I saw. A, uh, a drop on social that said they were dropping the blue and the black hoodies and they were going to ship worldwide. Literally, Tiff was asleep. I woke her up. Like, yo, you want a Yeezy hoodie? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So I came out, Poor went Tiff. on the computer, ordered them. Yeah, I know, right? But it's worth it. So it said four to eight weeks for delivery because Kanye decided to do this last minute drop because they did a drop last year, but only in the States. So that's why the one I got, I got it off StockX and right. I paid you know, double the price essentially with all the fees and everything in, in not too bad considering, but, and it was worth it. It was the greatest hoodie I've ever owned. Mm. I got like this light brown one. I've worn it on here before. And they had the black and the blue. So obviously we wanted the black one. So I ordered one for each of us, bam, four to eight weeks, no problem. Cause I guess they didn't even have them made. Kanye made wow. a last minute decision. They executed. Kanye makes them himself so with it, his bare hands. He's literally there in Vietnam, just fucking just sewing hoodies, mate. Sewing them up. Stitch by stitch, sorry. <laughs> So it's okay. So I get an email and I'm not really expecting, uh, I'm not checking the tracking or anything like that. I never got a secondary email to say it was shipped, but there's a little link in there and you can go and check to see where your order is. So in after I hit February 11th, what is it? The 21st today, we're doing this on Monday. The After I hit February 11th, I started, that's a month. So I was like, okay, we're probably looking and could start doing so. Maybe every two, three days, I'll check the, um, the order thing and see. And I started noticing there was a tracking number there. And it said it was with this weird shipper called R.R. Donnelly. And I'm like, I never fucking heard of this. I order a lot online. I'm pretty familiar with most of the shippers these days. And I'm like, okay, this is weird, but sure. Googled them, couldn't find it. There's no website for them. And they're all these like weird tracking websites that had kept having like pop-ups and stuff when you try to access them. Right. So I told Tiff about it and she was like, the number on the code was a UPS number because they have a, the starting, the two uh, digits at the start are always the same. So I went on UPS pasted it and there's two they even though there's two hoodies they shipped them separately so i got a different tracking number for each and they both said that they were delivered to this guy named caesar in inwood new york and i'm like huh i don't live in inwood new york so i was like interesting that's not so good um 
And then I emailed them. I did like submitted a ticket, but I did it like yesterday. And I know I've done it once before just as to, I asked them just, hey, are you doing Canadian orders? And they just gave me that copy paste bullshit. Template. Um, so yeah, exactly. What I did, I'm like, I know I read the website before I fucking message you, you dildos. I just want to know if you're doing this. Uh, so uh, I messaged them anyway to say, hey, here's the order number. These two tracking numbers are saying that they're being delivered. One's on the way and one was already delivered to him. So I imagine this is the wrong number here or like what's going the address on. is wrong because my address was correct. What's going on? So I called UPS today. They were like, oh, you should call. I go, yep, this was delivered to New York. Um, you're going to have to call Gap. So I'm like, all right, bet. So that I called Gap must Canada. Be so happy that other count that got it. Did it actually? Well, oh, wait, I just need to wait. I'm going to shut up. Keep going. That's okay. Sorry, no, it was, one, good question. You, you, are, you get into the... Nitty gritty. We've got a mild resolution. Yeah, <laughs> the details. So called the gap. Lady was fucking lovely. Um, really wanted to help. She goes, look, that's a specialty item. We don't really get many calls about it. And it's kind of like a different department. So she put me on hold a bit, went and spoke to like a manager and stuff and found out. Fancy. And she's like, look, submit another ticket. She goes, I see it. She told me the actual address of where it's going. She goes, I see in your account. And she, I ordered the jacket, the black uh, jacket too. And um, that was like last week. And she said, the black jacket's going to New York as well. I'm like, I'm, she goes, did you put your address in wrong? I'm like, no, Absolutely no, no. Not. It's like, you know, it's a, the billing address on my credit card is the same as the shipping. I'm looking at it in the uh, the email. That's the, what do you call it? The receipt yeah. of um, the order receipt. So she's like, okay, send them a thing. It could just be an issue. They'll might look into it. Might beautiful. Thank you. So I emailed them again or submitted a ticket for the jacket. Then like an hour or two later, I get an email from the gap saying that one of the hoodies was shipped it gave me a different tracking number and it all says canada so i think either they just happened to be fixing it or me calling prompted them to look into it and be like oh fuck oh yeah this and is now rerouting sending it out rerouting it or something, or something like went that. wrong yeah. in that other part Back-ending. um the reason and then i speak i told my friend cam in australia i talked about him a bunch he's a easy dude and he said the exact same thing happened to him it said new york as well oh. so i think it was like an overall gap fuck up. and the reason exactly right so, so i thought someone might have hacked it or some shit so it must just be like a straight fuck up but the uh the other reason i brought it up is i was i was checking it out on um the reddit subreddit yeezys and they were saying that uh, a lot of people were receiving kids sizes so like i ordered a large for example but then you'd receive a large in in kids whoa so like there's been some fuck-ups probably because Kanye just threw it at them and they had to figure it all the fuck out Goodness so it's probably me. been a lot but that was my yeezy dilemma that is quite uh, the dilemma this week. dramatic music like dun 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 <sighs> i don't know do if i have that? anything have to find what do i have dramatic let me music. hmm what about oh oh that's, that's very sharp what about excuse me no, hey, it's all really positive, no, isn't it? It's like a resolution, that one. Yeah, I don't really have anything good. Oh, how about this one? No, okay, <laughs> never mind. That's a little zany. Oh, for like, the audio like, people like there, the audio doesn't come Everyone likes a good boing. Exactly. So that is my quick uh, segue to the next part. Right here, this is easygap.com. Mm. They have a countdown timer in the middle, and it says 13 hours and 17, 17 minutes and 13 oh. seconds. So there's something happening in 13 hours. So 12 hours is 8 a.m. Another hours is 9. So it's probably about 10 a.m. Oh, that's not too bad. I can deal with that. <laughs> so 10 a.m. tomorrow, they're doing a drop. Tomorrow is the 22nd of um, uh, flipping uh, Feb, 
which is the day that Donda 2 is supposed to drop. Now, they're doing the show in Miami tomorrow night, uh, which is the launch show. So I've heard the album uh, won't be dropping. Um, but, and so I, they're also doing a drop and I've heard it's the Balenciaga, like Yeezy Gap Balenciaga tri- three-way collab. So it would be affordable Balenciaga. So whatever it is, I might cop. We'll see what, what the drop is tomorrow. Um, I've heard that the actual Kanye album, like I just said, isn't dropping. He also said, interestingly enough, the album will not drop on streaming because he's tired of, you know, streaming Apple services ripping Spotify. off artists. Exactly. So fan. it's dropping only on the stem player. So I ordered the stem oh. player. We were watching the doco and I was lit and I was emotional because Kanye was getting to me and I was like, we saw it. And I was like, Tiff, should we get it? She's like, yes, get it. Cause yeah. he did the announcement. The tweet came up or the, the Instagram post came up while we were watching the doco. And I was like, <laughs> fuck it. I went and ordered it. So meant to be. I don't know when it's going to um, arrive, but if anyone doesn't know the stem play is this little circular thing where you can play music and you can, play this has got like four it's like a cross i guess yeah four sides to it and you can kind of drag your finger up and down and it'll like remove um say you can remove Certain the drums stems. or make it just the stems, stems. are grouped but I th- and you can you can remix grouped. them and everything Thank yeah you. you can explain it much better than me yeah no, no it's perfect it's that there's you know it's a touch sensitive pad it's a circular thing and there's four um you know directional things that have that are uh, volume sensitive and you can drag it with your finger you can tap on shit and make new uh, sequences and all kinds of things and rearrange stuff so you can make your own remixes of the songs. And I got a screenshot yeah. from like, uh, what am I looking at here? It's on my, oh, it's on my phone. It says, by Kanye releasing his album only via $200 stem player, he retained 100% of his revenue. He says he generated yes. $2.2 million in 24 hours, selling 11,000 units of stem player. And uh, there's a fact that says you'd have to sell 220,000 copies of a $10 album to make that amount before DSPs and levels take their share. So that's really cool that he's, uh, you know, basically, you know, you said it before, he's sticking it up fucking Apple and Spotify and all the big dogs because they essentially rape artists from their royalties. Um, probably shouldn't use that word, I guess. Um, but no, it's yeah, okay. it's true. Though. It's yeah, in in the monetary sense, they just they're stripping you of your worth, and it's not cool. So he's kind of ducking the the big dogs, and he's obviously got the the pull on the platform. But that's a fucking good move. So that's like you know Jay Z putting his shit on only title or whatever, like very sort of mm. strict moves like that. So commendable for sure. Yeah. So I wonder how it's going to roll out because someone was asking me like, what happens? Like you have to put music on there. It doesn't just magically appear. So I believe there's probably something on the website where you like, when you get it, you register it or something and you have an account. Therefore, they, you know, they have all your details for marketing purposes for whatever else they drop. And then you just plug that in. And and I've seen a picture where you like plug it in by USB and you can upload stuff. So I was saying to you, um it'd be pretty dope if we could fuck around with it and put our own song like you could make groups of a song like songs off relentless and off new projects excellent where you'd be like all right here's all the drums here's all the synths here's all the vocals here's all the bass boom and then it's all just like you can just drop them in and out and make little fun remixes of the songs we're going to learn how to use it obviously because i've seen people do it it looks you know you're clicking buttons in the middle you're moving one thing down you're pressing something on the side that it reminds me tell me if this is accurate it reminds me of an npc where you've got like the pads Mm -hmm. and then you press a little thing and it brings up another set so you'd have like is it nine or 16 i think it's 16 right yeah like a bank exactly so you go bank one it'd be all of this and then bank two would be this so obviously there's not 16 pads but say there's four then you press bank two and you've got another four bless you that's correct 
or coffee. It's the cough um, me. Yeah, thank you, sir. The cough, cough you. So um, either way, it's going to be interesting. And so when I do get it, I will, uh, I, I don't know, I have shit. no, yeah, fun. Oh, it's going to be fun. Uh, the, what was I going to say to you? The, um, uh, the flipping, um, you're flipping. When it, oh, I haven't even got a, like, no, he sold, what'd you say? Like 2 million units or yeah. he made $2 million. He yeah. didn't sell. Okay. So however many units he sold, they have to now package. It's going to be sold 11,000 units. 11,000. Okay. That's a lot. So, because they're 200 bucks a pop, right? Not everyone's going to throw $200 at this like iPod type of thing. Um, I don't I just fucking with Kanye so heavy lately. I'm just like, you've always fucked support. with Kanye so heavy lately. So, I hear that's you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I just like supporting him because I don't buy stuff like crazy that. Fucking, it's a crazy fucking thing. Like he, uh, there was another, creative. There's, there's producers that I follow. There's this, uh, there's this dude named The Frenetic and he plays, he like, you know, he's a NPC producer and he like performs shit. And then there's a STEM player video. Like, I don't know if it's the actual Kanye one, but there's a, there's a bunch of companies that are making shit like that. And you can upload your own sounds to make normal beats instead of fucking with Kanye specific stuff. But same sort of idea, cool. but like there's a bunch of producers out there that are just like fucking awesome at, you know, finger drumming is what they call it. And it's just incredible. Like even the homie Eggward, he's amazing on the, on the machine, on the native instruments machine studio. He's like tapping shit like live, like DJ exile, like he's fire. So all the homies are cool. on that shit. Yeah. I, I mean, I started making beats on the machine. Shout out to, uh, one of my homies back in the day. Um, but yeah, like it's hard to get used to like, it's just really hard. So, I don't know. Shout out to the cunts that can do it. Up. Yeah, I'm better at playing mm. the, the actual... I'm better at putting drum samples and uh, music samples on the actual individual keys and then a couple up on the on the pads. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not as talented as some of those cunts, like Fresh Kills and all those sort of blokes that just run yeah, the... Yeah, uh, the the MPC performance cats are, are wild. Even the SP four hundred four, all that's kind of like all the machine nerds. That's like a whole different thing, which I love so much. Still, mm. you know, haven't bitten the bullet and bought a fucking one of those things. But I'll stick with my MPK over here, mate. Yeah, it's lit. Honestly, bro, it's the same as what we talked about the other week about freestyling. Like, yeah, I think you, it's just whatever it's just, works for you. Like, if you already have it. It, well, one is whatever works for you, but two is where you invest your time. Mm. I know based on my skills as an MC and my way with words that I would be a dope freestyler. And I have had been had dope freestyles, but I don't practice it. I'm not. That's right. So if I practiced it and really sharpened my mind and focused on it, I know I'd be good at it, but I don't because I don't really care. I'm more interested Facts. in making songs. You are a producer that likes melodies and blah, blah, blah. If you really wanted to be an NPC goat, you could fucking kill that That's shit. True. But yeah. you have chosen to invest your time elsewhere because also you're an engineer and you make beats in a different way. So if you, I just, I know that if either of us put time into it, and this goes for a lot of people too, if you're already sort of talented at one thing, mm-hmm. it just probably means that you put more time into that one thing. And if you invested that time elsewhere, you would very likely be similarly good at that thing. So Fact, you know, it's just like kills and all those dudes decided to put their time into that and fucking more power to them. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, word up. So, Amen. It's a beautiful thing. So we're already at 40 minutes. Look at those, look at those gems. Yapping. Those gems. I know, right? We're dropping so big maybe ones we'll just today, quickly mate. skim through the... Right, aren't we? We're doing good. It's a good app. It always good app. So. so we'll go through the rest of these topics and then we'll touch on some of the things that we're going to review. Um, Pusha T, I didn't see the video. I see you've got the link here that Pusha confirms that Jay-Z is going to be on his new album. Whoa, and he said he got that busy. That is huge. Which is the quote. <clears throat> I mean, when does Jay-Z not get busy? I mean, there's probably been a few. 
I can't really think of many, to be honest. He's, he's, he's uh, not that often uh, lackluster, so I'm, I'm expecting some good shit. No. Yeah, same. So I'm excited. Did, it, did that, uh, without me clicking the thing, did that one say when that album is scheduled to drop or he hasn't mm, really? Because I guess he's just dropped a single. Usually it's not too long after a single. I'm scrolling. I don't see any numbers. Nothing there. That's okay. Just curious. I, I imagine it would be like at the fucking top where they'd be like, with the album coming on February 25th. No, no, he's no, done no. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. So that's no, cool. Not at all. They're well, I mean, look. That, uh, he's got a solid feature and then uh, Mads has got to go good. Hopefully he's got some uh, a yay verse or two on there as well. It would be nice since, uh, you know, he's been out here. And I, I see Push probably looks like he's been on Donda too. Yeah. So that's exciting because, uh, you know, Push is, uh, you know, my top five or top ten. I can't remember. Uh, I'm going to look at Definitely my list. There. But I love Push a lot. So that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I saw this one. So I don't know if you could speak more on this one. But it says, Punch from TDE speaks on Kendrick's impending departure from the label. So yeah. does that mean that he is dropping the next album through TDE or he's already dipped? I think he's already dipped because this is the second time I've seen an article about it. Uh, well, well, it says impending, so I mean, maybe he hasn't yet. Mm, I mean, without having to read the whole thing to, here. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as to if he's saying it's a beautiful thing, and that means that's great because that means he's just outgrown his work there, and now he's onto his own thing. That PG Lang uh, shit that he's doing. Um, and then we're wearing a hat at the Super Bowl, like, or his boy was wearing a hat. It's got LA, like an LA hat, and it says PG, LA, and then NG next to oh, it, yeah, which yeah. is uh, pretty pretty cool. Um, I don't really know what the fuck he's going to be doing. I know he was doing that movie, I think, was written or produced. He was doing it. What was it we talked about the other week? Fuck, I forgot now. There was something that was pretty cool that they were doing. They were producing a, a biopic of somebody that was written by someone oh, okay. cool. Fuck. Don't remember that. I don't know what it was. Anyway, well, I just saw on that article. I saw the bottom of it. It says uh, uh, it's different now. It's just different because it's of his last. It's his last project. It's it's the evolution of where we are. Kendrick doesn't need anybody in the studio to coach him and help him make an album anymore. He's well capable of doing that on his own. It's just the time frame that we're in, and basically it's just uh, up up the top as well. They say it's just the end of the journey. He's been uh, here for twenty years. So how long do you actually be signed under somebody? Uh, he's a grown man, a businessman, and one of the greatest artists of all time. So how long do you blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's just like a, a mutual. It's like, yep. I mean, because it doesn't sound like he's retiring. It sounds like he's just going to do his own thing in his own time, which is, I mean, shit. Someone said, it, uh, I don't know if this is, fuck, was it one of my mates or I read something? That, that Kendrick was going to like mm-hmm. full retire. So I felt like that was fully bullshit because that would be maybe like a Jay-Z Black Album move saying this is the last one and come back and just like, mm. wow, cunts. But yeah, Kendrick's too amazing and prolific to hang the mic up. So I don't think that would be anything. But uh, No, I, I agree with you. I think because he's so, he's actually the opposite of prolific in that he takes so long to make an album that he doesn't have the same pressures that the average artist does when they're trying to drop something every year or drop a a, a single every other month or some shit or even right. often more often than that. I guess so I think he's at a But yes. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, he's like a perfectionist, really, is yeah, what true. he is. So yeah. like he's taken his time to 
make these projects so he's on his own schedule so there's no stress he's like today fuck that i'm not doing that shit mm-hmm. it's like you know what i'm gonna go in the studio and then he might go hard for two weeks like every day basically live in the studio and then he'll just back the fuck up so he can take his time if he takes five years that the appetite is there from the consumer because he's been so popular and he's resonating with everybody so i think he's earned that i agree with everything that you just read out that quote from punch is that's it man he's he's like probably uh mid 30s or something by now um he's already proved himself he doesn't have to do anything he can just make music at his own pace and like why would you have to retire in your 30s from something that you're so good at and you can just continually do epic he hasn't done shit for years and all of a sudden he pops up at the damn super bowl like (laughs) that's crazy you know what i'm saying like he doesn't everyone's happy to see makes no sense really exactly yeah everyone's fucking stoked to see him so i think Good on him. More power to him. I hope he's successful. I hope he just keeps being creative and do different things and, you know, works as much or as little as he wants. I think he's great because he's the most normal kind. He's not like all up in Superstar. here. He's not like wearing all the chains and trying to, exactly, exactly. At every strip club or at every whatever, whatever. He's bought, last I heard, he bought like a $500,000 house. Nothing crazy. Bought his sister a sensible car that she can manage any insurance payments on. Like it was a Love Camry it. or something. Like, he's the most sensible rapper in the game. He married his sweetheart from, I don't know if it was high school, but, like, he'd been with her forever, which J. Cole did as well. I really, really, really love when people do that and stay dedicated to their, um, their, the you know, someone who was there from before, who mm-hmm. they know doesn't want them for what they have now, which I think is That's a big up. challenge of when you get success. Um, fucking good on you, man. Like I already said here, I still think all of TDE as a whole is kind of elevated on this level that is is it potentially a little more boosted to to where they're really at but like to pimp a butterfly is just one of the greatest albums of all time it's just a masterpiece so i mean like sure. kendrick is capable of brilliant things so anything he does i'm very excited to hear it um even if it's not my cup of tea i it's just fucking incredible so good on him so the fuck fucking i'm saying bro fucking good on you mate yeah go kenny hey fucking good on him fucking kenny mate Bangini. All right, you're a sick hunt. You put this in here, and I actually had this down the bottom too. So mm. today in hip-hop history, Ooh. in uh, February 21st, 1995, DJ Quick dropped his album Safe and Sound, which was huge for us. This was one of my favorite albums of all time, and I imagine it's yours too. Oh, it's so fun. It's just like Classic funky. one of the funkiest. Like it's it's got to be one of the greatest West Coast albums of all time, I imagine. Like Absolutely. It's just it's perfection. It's just brilliant. Like, it's a fucking... If y'all haven't heard it, I was going to listen to it today and I completely forgot, so I'm going to check it after the um, the pod tonight. But uh, did you listen to it today by any chance? The album? Yeah. No. No, I just listened just like, to it. I like to listen. Sound. No? Okay. Just like so, like, just to... Okay, yeah, gotcha. I, I'm going to listen to... I, I listened to... Kanye was on the uh, February 10th, um, College Dropout. February 11th was Badu, Baduism. Mm. So I have both of those albums on vinyl. So we listened to them on vinyl that day and just vibed out, which I really enjoyed doing. Um, I like to listen to the albums on their anniversaries. I've been really trying to That's do that. really dope. So I like that. I, I might even see if they got it at a good price on vinyl on Amazon because... Uh, now that uh, some legend got me the uh, turntable, we bought oh, a. Uh, I forgot to tell you, we bought a table just for it, so now it's permanently. Yeah, you set told up. me that. You mentioned it and, last um, week. I did. <clears throat> yep. Oh, I love it so much. It makes me so happy just seeing Sick. it there. Just it's looking got in the corner. Spot. Cute. Um, yeah, man, it's just so good. I love it's it proper. so much. DJ Quick Vinyl. Wow, came up. Let's see if they got safe and sound. Oh, they do have it. Fifty-eight. Oh, it's probably a single. Fifty-eight twenty-nine. See, that's the only problem with this shit. It's like so expensive. 
Um, so, okay, maybe they don't have it. I know it's like a classic and it's kind of hard to to get. So we'll figure it out. Anyways, shouts to DJ Quick. If you haven't heard it and you're into West Coast hip hop, um, definitely grab that shit. And if you like funky bass lines, just, you can't miss it. It's this like epic, man. Usually every song and every beat, it's like sunshine. You can just picture yourself in a, a sunny park or maybe at the beach or maybe even just in, on, on the on the street or wherever you live in, in the cul-de-sac in the court, just like chilling, man. Like it's always sunshine. Like for some reason, the bass line and the vibes, it's always happy and sunny because I guess that's what it is in California. So, yeah, that's what, that's what that album is. It's funky, it's dirty, it's grimy, but it's happy and fun and warm. And it's uh, pretty problematic with some of the stuff because it was so long ago. It's pretty funny. Like I don't want. Oh my god, it. he says so many naughty um, things that you can't say nowadays. Well, I won't even go there. But no, it's, we won't um, even go there. Obviously, no, rap not do that. in the nineties was pretty misogynistic. But uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Honestly, no, just, I'm looking gotta, forward to listen to it and just laugh listen to it with the with your like. Okay, this is from the nineties. It's vulgar. It's very not. It did, yeah, it just didn't age well. So go in it with that. Uh, if you haven't heard it before, kids, just yeah, just. Go into the... Don't play it around your mum. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> It'll get banned for no. life. You get yeah, the, the, parental, the parental lock, the child lock on that one. Yeah, but, it'll take it off you. You know, you don't want that. It'll take your Spotify account off you. So, so another thing now, the the goat. Oh, the goat has I put COVID. this in one just for you, mate. I had to put this in just for you. Oh, Uncle Beebs uh, had to postpone his Vegas show because he has the old coves. Got the vid. Uh, which hopefully he's okay. That'd be fine, The mate. Montreal show is like the 29th of March or something. So uh, I hope he's okay. He's a dreamboat. Who are you fine? Uh, damn right. He's like, uh, oh, I hope man. he's doing all right. I mean, obviously it's meant to happen. Everyone's getting coves these days. Everyone's recovering pretty well. So, you know, no biggie. As long as, you know. We just want Biebs to be okay. So Prayers we want to so get yeah. well soon, Biebs. Prayers up. Fucking do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Out here. Shouts to Uncle Biebs. A uh, couple other things. Okay, no. Now now we've got a couple little reviews we're going to go to mm. of shit that happened in the last week. So first and foremost, on Tuesday, so February 15th, uh, which was Dan's birthday. Shouts to Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, Music Soul Child <laughs> versus Anthony Hamilton went down on Versus. Um you know, the perfect Valentine's love, you know, week uh, battle, I guess. Um, now, it was an interesting one. Uh, did you watch it all? Did you watch part of it? What was your... Just a wee sniff. Okay, so did I. So I was accidentally had some of the CBD oil and I hadn't had it yeah, in a I bit. Yeah, definitely. Well, high, and I got lit as fuck, way more lit than I intended and I yeah. kind of lost my night. Um, <laughs> so... I had the exact... Uh, you know what I'm saying when you do that? Thing did happened, you? yeah. Mushies. It's annoying. Ah, I know the vibes. Two times. Okay. Oh, I forgot. I got. Do I? I have those, don't I? Yes. So, um, first and foremost, and you said this to me as well. You were like, "It's." I saw. Okay, no. Real backtrack. I saw Swiss Beats debunking or saying he fixed uh, a, a pay per view situation that you had to pay to view it on Triller. Yeah. So he said that it was fixed, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't even it know about not- it." But okay. It was not. Went to go to Trilla because I had an account and made that ages ago and uh, it was paid. So I'm like, well, obviously not. I was like, bummer so club, I pussy, just sort of pussy hole. <clears throat> Went on my phone, didn't work. It was like fully not fucking working. I was like, you know what? Suck a dick. Fuck Get it. Get your cunt. 
that's another good point. The the IG Live kept cutting out and restarting. So trash. I was syncing the computer IG Live to the TV, but the problem is for some reason, even if I zoomed in on the screen, it would just move down, so I couldn't actually see you can't zoom the in thing big. So it was like in the whole no, and you got the whole you know you got to say the TV is this big. You got this thing in the middle of the screen, and then like the actual thing is this big, so you could barely see it. Um, and then it kept dropping. And I was like, this is the worst viewing experience Bullshit. ever. And the tell me if you felt the same way. I meant to ask you this. The audio sounded so shit. Like both of them are really impeccable singers and have they phenomenal are. music. But I felt like it was just like, it was just weird. It was like tinny and like shitty. Now, I don't know if it was because it was the live and not the Triller. Because maybe the Triller took, takes the microphone, like the actual mm. audio from the mic through the mixing board and blah, blah, blah. Whereas the IG live might just be going from no, it's a all, fucking phone or something. It's, it's all through. A, it's all the same thing. It's all through a iRig or whatever you call it. <clears throat> but gotcha. like it, I listened to it on the phone. I didn't notice any of that shit because it was on the phone. Um, if I okay. could have listened to it on the computer, maybe I would have noticed, but that's an interesting point. I did not catch that dude. Hmm. It was just disappointing. Cause it was like, of course. I, I, it's like, so we watching and they were doing a bunch of like, you know how it goes, the early songs, they don't really blow their load too early, pause, but you know, they're doing like whatever songs. You and um, then I, I, we went and saw Dan for his birthday. He had his missus over, so they were having dinner. So we just wanted to pop in and say hi. And um, when I came back, it was he he was playing uh, Love. And I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot about oh, that. Of course, tune. this is his joint. And it was a, a massive song, but just ah, it just didn't sound great. Like it was just I don't know what happened. It was like the glitchy, the money to pay, and like the weird sound. Like all of it was a pretty meh experience. So I was barely paying attention, yeah. to be honest. In the end, so a little disappointed. But um, you know, I guess we'll I'm, see what happens. There. I was, I was thinking maybe there's like yet. a like a YouTube replay, like a highlights even. Like I wouldn't mind like searching that type of geese because like I literally only saw like snippets of little blips and I was like fuck this connection, and I just didn't watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they do that. I've never actually bothered, <clears throat> but that would be. Probably should uh, get on the, on the Googs afterwards. Yeah, well, Googs and have a little poke, you know. Fuck. I'm a fucking poke. Is that a bless eh? you or a cough you? Oh man, I'm just yeah. a cough you, eh? Cough you. All right, beauty. It's fucking doobies, eh? good. So anyway, mate, just fucking puff that. So mm. the. The flipping thing, yeah, it was cool. Whatever, Very you know. Uh, Shouts to them. They haven't announced another one that I've seen, so I guess we shall see. Yeah. Uh, so this week, um, the Kanye West genius documentary dropped on Netflix, part one. So and part two is coming this week, and part three is coming next week. Uh, we watched it with Dan on Thursday. You watched it twice. You said Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Um, hour and a half it was basically for those who hadn't seen the trailer go check the trailer it was you know kanye's mate from back in the day was filming shit since like there was footage from like 98 in there mm. so they've been really shooting for 24 years uh you know even like letterbox um film shitty quality handy cam stuff yep. you know everything from it was it was super impressive that one he was there doing it two that he kept doing it and three that he made sure that the footage was safe so he probably like ripped it digitally as soon as he was able to because it was right. all like pretty decent quality like it looked old do you know what's funny shit from like 2002 felt felt like it was from like from 1973 80s. type of shit like a VHS yeah. like it was yeah it was, was really VHS bad quality like, sure the, uh, the dad cam thing like that quality a lot of uh, YouTube mm. people that use uh, dad cam like 1990s Sony fucking digital tapes the very first digital tapes 
that quality is yeah. uh, a retro sort of fad for YouTubers lately. I've seen. It's funny. Mm. So yeah, there's, which there's is pretty funny. Varying um, qualities through it. it was crazy, man. So, I mean, thoughts of the doco. Obviously, we have you know longtime fans of Kanye, so we're going into this um, with nostalgia. We've said this on here before, but you know we were listening. Jill was beautiful to me, bro. Like, I swear to God, I got, I'm not a super emotional dude, but I got Misty multiple times because it showed him recording. uh, I believe it was, I don't know if it was Jesus Walks or if it was All Falls Down, like the original demo sitting down in that studio with the the pool pool table in it. All Falls Down. Yeah. And I'm like, these were. These are the leaks we listened to. With we listened to in 2002, 2003, um, the Minosh, Revelino, all of us in the studio, Lyle, the DJ, like all of us were just there vibing, getting high every fucking night listening to this shit that in, impacted the way we approach music and Everything. inspired that still to this day. And that's why I, you know, I can't, we can't let go of the Kanye standards. And that's why College Dropout is the top of his uh, discography when technically it probably should be uh, my, uh, my Dark Test of Fantasy. But, um, mm. I can't get past that. Like it just, you can't get past that for us. Like it, it was so important and it was just so dope to see real footage. Like obviously we've seen little clips, you know, the, uh, the most deaf clip where they're oh, rapping yeah. two yeah, words. Yeah. Like we'd all seen that before. And that was from this footage. So obviously little things had gotten out over the years. Yeah. And that was super cool to see that in the context of the rest of the footage. Um, you know, of how much he was hanging with Kweli and uh, and most and shit, and, and the BTS footage of that and... of that stuff too. There's like there was a uh, occasionally yes. like behind the MTV footage. Um, yes, that shit was cool as fuck. Super cool. Um, I don't know if you had any other thoughts on it, but I just really thought it was really well. The narrative was great. Um, him talking like Cootie, the the dude who did it, like his the way he sort of talked through it and explained different things was super dope. Uh, there was one part where he showed his family for it was probably like a minute, two minutes of it. And I saw people trashing him on Twitter, like we're here for Kanye, bro. No one gives a fuck about your family. Like, oh like, wow, right, well, trash. That's not cool. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. They don't need to say that, but it probably wasn't super necessary. He was just trying to give context as to who he is. Yeah. So that you understand why the fuck and the relationship he's and like the bond between him, like he was just trying to strengthen that sort of like you know that friendship, just to make sure you know that he's he's boy boy, you know. Yeah, like from time G type yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know there was there was things that I didn't know about Kanye. Like I didn't know uh, he was you know in that first first interview was the f- earliest footage from '98, I believe it was with Mace, um, and oh, he'd yeah. just been produced. It was Mace. And I think it was all Harlem World. Harlem I forgot World, all their exactly names because right. I guess yeah. I forget the, the only one that matters now was Loon or that he went. I didn't even see Loon in that video, but all the other people, I knew all the names, but I can't even remember them to recite back to you. So there was that one. And then he had all the platinum plaques for producing on like Jermaine Dupri 1472 album. Crazy So like me. maybe, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know. Did you know that? Because I had no idea. I definitely have come across that because because um, Jay-Z was rapping on those tracks. I think Jay-Z mentioned it before. Money Anything. Yeah, was the he was on that album. Yeah. Was the joint I was listening to like two weeks ago um, was uh, Sweetheart, the Mariah Carey joint. Fucking insane! Do you remember that? Kanye did Sweetheart. No, I don't know if Kanye did. I was just oh. listening to the song. Just side note, because I was listening to Mariah. We had a Mariah Carey evening for a bit because I just that's read a disco. Nice. Uh, disco that's fun every now biography. And yeah, I fucking love Mariah so much. I yeah, yeah, she goes that. hard. But yeah, so. I love that song too. So anyway, that was pretty cool because I didn't know, I thought I knew most of what Kanye's done. So I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. 
little snippets um, where he's like, you know, rapping Gorilla Monsoon rap with. Uh, yeah. That just that little part uh, was cool. Had a Black U87. Yeah. Like I, I was taking note of all the technology that they were using. Like, and this a lot of the stuff is the shit that they still use. It's fucking hilarious. Like yeah. some of the vintage compressors and the drum machines and stuff. But like the the fact that the first time I watched it, <clears throat> the the part where he's got all the footage with his mum in the kitchen and like that, just all that sort of stuff. That really kind of choked me up. Because like the fact yeah. that he's oh his mum. Yeah, when 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 Don is like just telling him to you know, just you know you can see how she interacts with him and like and when uh, Cootie's narrating and just you know talking about that sort of stuff like that was really cool man it fully fucked me up for a bit because I thought it was great to the, that he has that sort of <clears throat> all those moments on camera I thought it was really sweet and uh, and awesome because like you know we don't have footage like that of of dad and stuff like that so that that was thinking yeah. about it like that it's like oh shit okay and it was just nice to see the influence. Uh, that she has on him and how his face lit up and how we just kind of like, you know, it was just it was just really nice to see that shit. That was just like really uh, struck me the first time, the first listen and the first watch around. I was like, fucking hell, mate. So that was that was a huge part yeah. of it. And then the uh, the best part was like uh, just the backstage sort of behind the scenes footage is stuff that I've seen, you said before, like little snips of and then you see the whole bit so you can get the context of what happened before and after and just like that was really fucking cool. Like... I love that shit. It was great. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, it was really cool when Donda was rapping one of his verses, like his old oh, verses. Oh, the table? She knew all the yeah. Lyrics, his verse. yeah, the table in her place. Oh. And like she just seemed like, and you look at that, you're like, what a lovely so soul invested. that she seemed to be. Super invested. And the way that she talks to him, it was like, oh, that's why. Like, it's sort of like if you're having kids and shit, like that's how you fucking talk to them. Like you yeah. can do anything. Kind she of always thing. mentioned his name. You she know, always he, spoke like all positivity. She always like reinforcing. She was like super loving yeah she's a doctor i believe too so like you know super uh, intelligent um well read obviously um it's just fucking cool man it was just really nice to see and i was like man this is this is beautiful so it went basically right up to just before the accident i believe was this was this first part so yeah um where he you know got signed to rockefeller the things like that um and then leading up to that, someone said, do you remember that they had the scenes of him walking around the Rockefeller office playing All Falls Down to people? Yes. Um, and they weren't really responding. So I saw one of the dudes who was there in that scene um, was uh, tweeting. And he was like, yo, everyone's getting mad that no one's reacting to All Falls Down. They're like, guys, you have to understand he did this all the time. Like they, they kind of maybe only showed one part in the video in the docker, but he... He does this all the time. So, of course, they're not going to sit there jacking off over it because they've so heard funny. it a million times. Two, this time he brought a camera crew and it wasn't like before. And this was when uh, phones didn't have cameras. So, people weren't always camera ready because no one was just pulling a fucking camera on them. So, mm. the girl, Chaka, her name was, who was the first one he walked into. And he's like standing at her desk. Just, she's so self-conscious. Like, like okay. And she's like huh, smiling. And she he's like, her hair wasn't done. She had fucking files and stuff all over her desk. And like he did it at the Def Jam offices, he did it at Universal offices. So he's like, you know, we'd all heard it. So that's why the response wasn't there because we're all like, look at these dumb cunts can't even pick a hit when they're playing right in front of them. Interesting. And that was one of the interesting, interesting pushbacks wow. that uh, I saw. I thought that was pretty cool. Eh? I thought one of the um, yeah, that's fucking wow. I didn't think of that. I didn't. I didn't notice that. Um, you know, the lady was that uncomfortable. I noticed the first time, like the first couple of bars, she's like, whatever, because like he just threw it on and started rapping, kind of. 
a few bars yes. in. And Which is always up. weird. Let's be real. Yeah, obviously, it's like, why would you play this song and then rap loudly and, and aggressively to somebody? Like, just sit and fuck down and, like, let them listen to it and maybe observe them listening to it to see if it's hitting. Because otherwise, you yelling it down their face is going to, like, scare them off. Like, you know what I mean? That's always yes. been the case. 100%. And they also said, oh, how come some people reacted to the Alexis line? Um, and they were like, oh, maybe the those particular ones, that was their first, the first time, time hearing it. The first few times. Yeah, know. or they that was the, the footage for those people's first time mm. hearing this. Good point. Uh, but then others might have heard it a handful of times. So they're like, yeah, Kanye, cool, man. I heard this shit. Good shit. I like it. You know, whatever. What up? Yeah. So... You know, he is a persistent motherfucker and you don't get anywhere in life unless you sort of bust balls and stay on top of stuff. So, you know, can't be can't be mad at that. But that was like an explanation I just thought was well, like good to add in. But um, overall, it was fucking great, man. Another just part really that I reckon, and, uh, uh, if I may jump in there, that you I know you loved when he's in the studio with Scarface and he's playing him family business. Uh, yeah. that, I've been thinking about that like Cause every single day. Because he gave him all the dabs and, so. and I was just like... Fuck, it's like I didn't recognize it was Scarface until because like the first time I was watching it, I was just kind of like you know taking everything in, and then he's like walking out the studio. I'm like, oh, that's fucking Scarface. I don't know because I don't usually see him in fucking you know jerseys and like regular sort of rap gear. He's usually more a little you know smartly dressed. So I didn't pick it off the top, and he's a, he's a, he's a big tick eyes boy. So I was just like, fuck, I just don't really yeah. see him that much. His I don't see his image that often. So anyway, um, I picked it up after he was speaking, obviously. But then yeah, when I watched it. Again, I was just like, oh, yeah, fucking hell. That was a cool bit because I, f- I thought of you there because I know you're an absolutely huge fan of Scarface and he's one of the best pens in the game too. So that was just cool to uh, have that footage to see Kanye get the flowers from a legend before the song even came out. 100% in a wood. He almost was on either Family Business or... And at the time, Kanye rapped him just the first verse and that was the same exactly That's the it. same verse that he that's on the album. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you got, all ver- you got all three verses? And he's like, no, just the one. So then he wrapped it to him. It didn't have the hook or nothing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fuck, incredible. Yeah, burn that for me. And then um, he played him Jesus Walks the Instrumental and he rapped the the song to him. He's like, you want to do the hook? And um, Rhyme Fest was So right? he would have... Uh, was that the next part? Wait. That was... He was in the studio with the pool table one where right. they were doing the other stuff, right, right. if I'm not mistaken. I think that's where they had it there. And... Oh, and they were play- yes, you're that's correct, they were, because he they were playing the rhyme fest reference. A reference, right, yeah. Like and the the, the lyrics were different. Yeah, but the li- the lyrics were different. Like mm-hmm. they still had, you know, what the Midwest is, young and restless were and the past where it's like we're restless and it's got the little sound effect. Yeah, the sound thing. effect, yeah. The uh it, he didn't do that pause. He was like there was other stuff in there, so Kanye added oh. that stuff. Right. Like sorry, I guess he must have t- or Ryfest tweaked it. Actually, I shouldn't say that as if I know, um, yeah. As if I know that, like you know, it's done deal. But anyway, super, uh, super cool, man. Just a really beautiful doc. I don't really have any criticisms of it. Um, I think it's fantastic that they're doing three parts. And I yeah, think so far the so next good, dude. One... No dramas at all. It flows good. Doesn't get boring. No. Um, everything kind of cuts nicely. Um, there was one part where I forget what fucking segment it is, but you see Beyonce in the hallway. She's just lamping. No one's fucking bothering her. Yeah, she's just chilling. There's that was like at so a many, show, so right? Is many... that the J? Yeah, there was some show. What was it? I think it was the one where he got his chain. No, the chaining day at the. 
Yeah. Okay. Cool. At the whatever it was, it was like a, mm. I guess just a Jay Z show or something. From think, yeah, it's just like when he did a, the, a lot of behind the, the scenes the in the corridor footage and shit. And it's just funny. There's so many people around, and Beyonce just sitting there, and she's probably just this child. Just at one that of point. them. Yeah. And so yeah, she would have been. Yeah. And so that's just. Fuck, it's just funny which is still big of course it's still big but it's just like she's lamping in the hallway next to fucking everybody else who's also awesome like it's just it was funny that uh, it was such a star started hallway Um, it was cool to see Bleak in there Bleak and you know I'm a massive fan of him I love how he kind of just made his couple albums and got his bags and you know got his money and and then uh, got that investment advice from Jay-Z and got his businesses and he just does business. He's barely even on social media. Yeah. He's a fucking mad kind of loving. Uh, everything's a go. I always love uh, Memphis yeah. Bleak's. Uh, what was that? What was his album called? Um, the... Oh, fucking hell. Something about the... It's got the word coming in it, pause. We're not like the... Coming of age. The coming... Coming of age. There That's you go. the one. And Thank you for Jay-Z that. Song. Yeah, yeah. And there was... This, then it was... The second album was like a play on that. Wasn't it Becoming of Age or so, something like that? Something similar. Yeah, so, had lots of Just Blaze production yeah, me- and like super, super good, super like slept on tracks on those albums. So, and the, and the fact he did nothing mm. else is a shame, but commendable. I like, I bangs with Bleak all the time. Yeah, yeah. He had, uh, he had some, had some joints back in the day, man. Yeah. So, he yeah. Definitely was, man, uh, so many radar. fucking moments in this, yeah. in this uh, first part. Like, I genuinely loved it. So super. many bits you could just snip yeah. out and be like, yeah, fucking sick ass cunt. I think even if you're not, you weren't a fan back then, like for us it's extra meaningful, but like yeah. if you, even if you know him now, I think the context is cool because he was always the same dude. It's just now he's done more. So the ego inflated accordingly. So as he achieved more and, and, and got more accolades, yeah, you know, he, he just became the dude that says, I'm a, I am a God. I am Walt Disney, blah, 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 that shit. Like, yeah. That, some so people can't can swallow that see, shit. I get it. It's very arrogant. It's very hard to, you know to reckon, listen though, to sometimes. People that mm. hate Kanye or really like or really don't like that part that they've seen those little snippets of where he says those like outlandish shit. I reckon those people that actually say fuck Kanye is a weird cunt or whatever, whatever. I reckon they should watch this first part and watch the ground up yes. and see how it goes. I think that will actually help them get the picture of what's going on so they can make a better decision whether they like him or not. Because there's some kinds of hate him off like, I don't know, the fucking George Bush thing from back in the day. Like that's, you know, people yeah. are just like, oh, he's fucking like eat a dick. So people should look at the this first part would help with that, I think. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And that I think those people would, at the very least, get the context. But, oh, okay, I kind of get it now. All right, all right. Yeah. And they just might see, still think he's a dickhead, but the like journey. they'll be more, like they will have more of a picture of the, of why. Exactly. And but you have to look at, the other way yeah like he says name one genius that ain't crazy like he's mm-hmm. you know he's an eccentric dude he fucking loves it mate it is what it is yeah he fucking does so definitely check that out I think the next one drops I think it's the 25th so it's Friday 24 mm. yeah so uh, another one this week another one next week let's fucking go excited I'm gonna check it every weekend um, but yeah man I think we're basically at time this worked out nice yeah that's really good because my back teeth are floating stole Oh, no, beautiful. All right, where can everyone find you online? Uh, at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, at Illnote Studios on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, notionbeats.com, illnotestudios.com. Holler at your motherfucking. See? Funny.
Uh, yes, thumbnail whilst we're doing it. There we go, a bit of a funny. You can get me at CWFOR on Instagram and Twitter. Um, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, smash the thumbs up. Boop, hit subscribe boop. below. Hit the flipping notification bell. Dinga. So you know when the new day drops. Follow us on social media everywhere at The Movement Fam. Uh, make sure you check out the podcast on every major podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Music, blah, blah. You can hit the mm-hmm. five-star rating. Helps us out a lot. Gets up in there. Shouts to Dominion Kin Republic. Last I checked, we were in the uh, top oh, 10 still. Oh, DR. Um, funnily enough, DR in the building. Uh, Spotify bought Chartable, which is the company that I get all the charting information from. Oh, so sweet. Look at that. Sweet. Maybe that means it'll sweet. be more integrated sweet. in stuff on the platform. Swat, swat, swat. And uh, lastly, this goes live every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Not tonight because it's after 8 p.m. Eastern and we're recording this. Mm -hmm. But um, it'll be uh, a few hours after that. So uh, keep an eye on it. Love y'all. Thank you for watching and listening. Fucking uh, get a dog up, yeah? Wolf. See you next one. Peace out. Wolf, mate. Get a Wolfie Wolf. Get a dog. Get a dog. Wolf. Up your Get a gun. Have a dog. nice one, uh, mate. Have a sweet time. Fucking get a dog. Do you have a nice one? Get a dog. Get a dog. Get a fucking dog. Get a fucking dog. Get a fucking dog. Get a fucking dog. Get a dog. Get a Get a fucking dog. 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 Get a fucking dog.